Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. Well, now that we have working computers and soundboards and audio, hi. 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 You know what I just realized, guys, that uh, episode 200 is right around the corner. It is. It's it's very, very soon. I, I cannot believe it. Um, if you're listening to this, we're uh, we're reaching out for special guests right now <laughs> yep three episodes in three weeks so the 26th of august i think so yes it sounds about right is episode 200 but we need your submissions we need them by the 22nd right it's a raffle system <laughs> raffle system to be on episode 200 entry is thousand dollars easy um or if you know. subscribe to the um the timeshare uh level of our patreon you get them all for free <laughs> yeah the details on this are still a little hazy to me at least it sounds like todd's got it figured out we got it we got it don't worry we got this <laughs> i'm gonna let todd explain it to our listeners yeah um but no we're i'm super excited like episode 200 like i can't like it i it's a many episodes so many episodes how many how many podcasts reach episode 200 one i think one maybe i think we'll be the second maybe or the third <laughs> the second or third yeah it's crazy it's, it's it's unreal sometimes you think about it but um but yeah no excited for that that'll be a lot of fun um i hope <laughs> i hope it'll be a lot of fun and uh definitely looking forward to it yeah absolutely and my oldest beer is just like knocking on the sides of 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 the the cooler that it's like in right now you've you know? dusted off the cobwebs yep uh, who uh, blown off the dust yeah that's right shined it up getting it ready to go yeah, very. I'm very, very excited about it. So you put took all those cobwebs and you put them on your second oldest beer to save for 250. Yeah, I know it's gonna be so. That, that cobwebs adds a lot of good aging. Yeah, to that beer. so cobwebby. It's gonna yeah. be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Any inside scoop on to as to what your beer is, what style of beer it is? I'd have to do some math. It's probably a stout. If I had to. Well, as we learned at 150 is that our oldest beers are just beers that we think are cool but don't want to drink ever. Right, right. And we're like, oh, yeah. man, this is going to be really fun to age. And then they're like, well, how, do you, how long do you age a beer? Like, no one knows. It's impossible <laughs> to tell. <laughs> it's just a beer you're never in the mood for, and then it doesn't. you don't want to throw it out. That's or, the oldest or, beer that yeah. you have. Or you're like, oh, I only have one. Ugh. I'm going to save it for something special, and then nothing special ever happens. <laughs> I mean, since I've had these beers, I've had two children and gotten married. So I'm like, I don't know what else I have to do. I don't know what else I have to do. I don't know what's special enough in, to have these beers. <laughs> in that order? No, 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 no. I've had four children, then got married, then had two more children. And moved twice. <laughs> moved, moved twice. About to be a third time. Crazy. So Yeah. Oh, Lord. But none of it. None of it is worthy of these beers. <laughs> no, well, we're all excited for episode 200. Um but we have beer strength on episode 197 as well. We're not forgetting you, episode 197 listeners. <laughs> right. You're important. Yeah. Uh, so well, with that, Tud, you going to want to kick us off this week? Sure. Yeah. All this talk about episode 200 is making me thirsty. <laughs> now, um, we have some technical difficulties. So Tud is going to perform, make, do a live performance of beer 30 for y'all. It's beer 30. <laughs> Bravo. All right. So this week, I brought a beer called um, Eclectic Dove 
which is a sour and blackberry sour ale with blackberry, banana, and peanut butter. Um, oh, it's by Skygazer and Branch and Blade Brewing Company, and it weighs in at a you know a nice and light 5.5% ABV. Can art's pretty cool. Um, it's kind of got like a Pokemon on it. It's the only thing I can describe what this is. I would I mean, say it's an eclectic dove. It is an eclectic <laughs> dove, but it, it, it like reminds me of a Pokemon. It, it looks Articuno-esque. I don't know which one that is. Now, didn't we talk about Branch and Blade as a possible contender for like best brewery out of New Hampshire at one point? We might have. They are, but I don't know where they're from. Is, are they out of New Hampshire? Yeah, they're from Keene, New Hampshire. Okay. Oh, nice. I actually was talking, I think Jenna recently had some Branch and Blade she was talking about. Said it was very good. No spoilers. Actually, I think we just have to disqualify Ted this round. I don't think, it, you know, that was too much information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've ruined the sanctity of the game. Right. A lot of hop hype. Four sevens at least. Oh. Um, <laughs> as you can see, it's like, it looks like kind of like grapefruit juice. It's very pulpy. You got a lot of junk. Lot of, a lot of junk in the trunk. Is it not pink? Yeah, kind of, like a, yeah, kind of grapefruit juicy. Is grapefruit juice pink? Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time since I've had grapefruit juice, apparently. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about fruit tonight, guys. <laughs> what color did you think grapefruit juice was? I thought it was like not that like like orangey <laughs> red. You could say purple. You like could orange, say purple. orangey red, maybe. <laughs> we know that you were confusing grapefruit juice with grape juice. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I think over stumbled orange, upon it. Orangey <laughs> red. Orangey think- red is what I thought, but apparently I, I am incorrect. That looks very pink, though. In my in my. It is. It's a, I mean, it's definitely a hue of pink. <laughs> Got you. All right. I just don't know how the peanut butter is going to mesh with these flavors. I know, I know. The peanut, like, it, I was like, okay, okay, peanut butter. What? <laughs> it smells like nothing but peanut butter on the nose. Maybe a little hint of banana. Like, it's kind of got like that peanut butter banana, like, a peanut butter banana sandwich, it kind of smells like. I don't get any blackberry, though. Now, that I would mess around with. Yeah. Let's, PB&B uh, is my favorite. Let's dive on in. It's weird. It tastes <laughs> it tastes like a blackberry banana peanut butter sandwich. Well, at least all the flavors are there. Yeah, there's definitely like a lot of blackberry. Yeah, a lot of blackberry. Then you get hit by like a little bit of like light banana flavor, and then it goes right into full peanut butter mo- mode. With the mouth even kind of tastes a little like peanut butter. It's kind of salty. Now to clue the listeners in, to peek behind the curtain a little bit. Ted was like, you know what? I'm feeling. I've had a lot of. Alcohol, last couple days, I need a little break. I'm going to do something a little lighter for the show this week. And um, then decided to pull this one out, which this I think is, is a bold point, choice. It's 5.5% ABV. I understand that, but it still seems like uh, not the kind of beer I would want to be drinking if I was hungover. I I'm kind of digging it. Nice. Um, you know, for the past week or so, I've been in Mexico and I've been drinking nothing but tequila. So this is definitely a, a welcome flavor change if you will <laughs> sure now how was oh, sorry a uh, tangent but you're not weren't you not a tequila guy i learned to like tequila like four years ago okay all right ober bought right. me tequila for for my wedding yeah ted's done tequila cocktails on the podcast i think you're the, i think you're thinking of you chris <laughs> <laughs> i thought at one point there was ju- more than just me or maybe there's another alcohol i'm thinking of but either way anyways boo tequila <laughs> Chris is the the, uh, the tequila hater of the pod. 
Uh, it's not my, no, tequila, not my jam. Like a- anyways, carry on, Todd. I, I don't think you've had good enough tequila, and I don't think you've had it prepared the right way for you not to like Those tequila. are all very valid, valid points, valid points. Most of the time I've had tequila, they're like, here's a shot when I should not be having shots. And I'm yeah, just no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> you got to get it out of like a nice like sipping glass with like some nice like tahini on the rim and a well, you know, really ripe lime to like chase it with. Right, which is a citrus. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Just like grapefruit. Just like grapefruit. But not mango. (laughs) Not mango. Or pineapple. Or pineapple, allegedly. (laughs) All right. I'm going to give this beer... This is really solid. It's very unique. Um, I'm going to give it a four. I like it. Okay. Solid drinking beer. Kind of funky. I don't know if I could drink more than one of these. And good thing I only have one of them. Um, But... Pretty good beer. Like, I think they, they nailed what they were going for. I taste the blackberry. I taste the banana. I taste the peanut butter. And it's even a little salty at the end, which adds kind of that, that peanut butter, like, mouthfeel. Nice. Yeah, four. It sounds like a Skygazer beer, all right. Yes. Right. Exactly. These guys do really good of those, like, almost smoothie-like sours. Yeah. Like the 450s that, uh, that Jenna brought on. Right, right. Yeah. So- solid. Solid. Well. All right. Oh, you okay. can go. Okay. Well, here on Untapped. There's 1,202 ratings. What do you think they thought of this beer? I think it's going to be tough. Um, I think they're going to like it because everybody loves Sky Gazer everything. So I'm going to say it's a little bit higher than me. I'm going to say 4.08. Well, that is incorrect. Um, and off by quite a bit, leaving the door wide open. Uh, 3.83. Wow. Yeah, right. It's, I was... Yeah, I mean, that's... It, maybe... You know what? It's not for... I, I can imagine it's not for everybody. Yeah, I mean the peanut butter is too weird. Yeah, it's I, I can see I can see it be weird. I think I would like it, but like maybe someone had it and like they were allergic to peanut butter. It was this whole thing gave it a zero on Untapped. You never know. Um, maybe I know I know they. That's the first thing people think of when they're having an allergic reaction is rating whatever they're eating so or drinking. Yep, so. <laughs> that's what people that's what people do. <laughs> But yeah, that's a. Before that's I a, go to God, I have to let the world know this, <laughs> this was bad. peanut butter gave it was a point two five. What, I mean, what do some of the reviews say? Does anything pop out? Is like a two and a half. No writing. Austin W. I'm calling you out. No writing. You give it a two and a half. Called out, Austin. Golly. Uh, Matthew S. gave it a two seven five, saying, "Great sour. Feel like the peanut butter was a little too much." Mm. Hmm. Not a lot of writers. Not a lot of writers on mine. Harry T. said, way, way too much peanut butter for sour. Just overwhelms the fruit flavors and unbalances the taste, ruining the whole experience. 2.0. Wow. And he pays for the real untapped. <laughs> Golly. Well, well, it sounds like these can't are win them all, of, I guess. Can't win them all. It's okay. A lot of people liked it, though. Like, there, it just seems, it seems to be either, like, a four and above or, like, less than two and a half. Like, there's no, there's no in between. Um. I just found a one and a half. Alex E called out no, uh, no, no comments. One and a half. One of the lowest ratings I've ever seen on Untapped. I guess uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I would say it's probably that. It's got to be that peanut butter that just. Yeah. You yeah. either hate it or you you don't. Maybe they use Skippy peanut butter. You know. Mm, they and messed that would, on using Teddy's. That would that would that would mess anybody up because it's hot garbage and should be thrown. Everything should be thrown in the trash right away. I, I've only gained nine one and a halves in over. 3,600 check-ins. Can we hear about some of them? Mine? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I can look them up that easily. Let's see. Uh, this episode, we're going to learn all about what we've all rated one and a half. 
I just one and a half is a bad beer. That's a bad. It beer. is, but it's a very specific bad beer. It is I've only, um, rating. I've only ever done one. Same. What the hell? Oh, filter by rating. One and a half. No, I, oh, wait. Uh, I I gave the uh, Kootenay True Ale from Labatt Brewing a one and a half on April 11th, 2018. Let's see. Sure oh, that's right. Yeah, I had just moved here, and I went skiing up in Fernie and uh, had this beer, and it wasn't very good. I gave Happen Harry's Tennessee Ale a 1.5 on june 23rd 2018 so fun fact uh chris and i both had this together at the uh, <laughs> at the beer festival they went to in nashville oh okay chris liked I've, it better than i i've given it a, nine one and a halfs he, most, he gave this beer a 2.25 most recently i gave one in 2020 and that was the pineapple strawberry spritzen by leinenkugel seems like a pretty rough rating <laughs> yeah, not a fan. Well, no. you know, it was NFL CBA was raging and Right, right, right. Wow. D nine got a one point five. Southern Gris got a one point five. Oh, I remember this one. Well, apparently I'm fucking wrong because it's like four point one three average on this beer that I gave a one and a half. <laughs> You're that guy. Someone else is I'm doing a podcast guy. right now Probably. and looking at that rating of the beer being like, How do you give it a one and a half? You didn't even write anything about it. Tud gave it a three and a half. Same beer, three and a half. That's crazy. Well, anyways, nine one and a halves. Well, all this talk about beers rated one and a half sure has made me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I have um, one of my last few remaining burial beers uh, from our Asheville trip. As my fridge gets emptier and emptier, it's like the trip is receding further and further into the rearview mirror. Mm. But um, I've been waiting for a good opportunity to bring this one on the show. And here it is. This is the only then shall you truly exhibit the symptom of death. It's a double IPA, as I've said from Burial. Um, You know, when we went to Asheville, I had the intention of bringing back a ton of different stuff from a ton of different breweries. But what ended up happening was it was just almost entirely burial stuff that made it home. Uh, you know, I talked about the Zebulon uh, bottles, and I do have one Funkatorium bottle I'm saving for a couple episodes from now. But uh, I, like I, don't mean to to... Out, I like how you had to go out and buy an old beer for the segment. I didn't have to, but it was, uh, I wanted, I picked it special for episode 200 because, you know, we were all together. Funkatorium, it's a great spot, so. I was like, this is going to be my episode 200 beer. Um, but anyway, back to this. Only then. It's cool can art. There's like a woman with mushrooms for half a face shaking a hand. She's a zombie, I think, but also has a weird like nautilus shell for a hair. And she's in front of a bunch of flowers. It's odd. Not going to lie. Um, let's crack it open. See how fresh it is. You know, I think that I've had this beer before, and I think we had it at the brewery. If I remember, we were all fans, but um, we'll find out more as I dig in. This one was canned the 30th of May, so it's two months old. Still, I think still within the window of delicious IPA. I think that fits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's tough, you know, being beginning of August. This was back in May, but, you know, end of May, so. Right. It's a beautiful beer, and... um, you know, we forgot something with Tud's beer. 
Oh no! Oh man! Oh, we'll never know. <laughs> never, we'll ne- never know. Never know. It, the grape juice That'll held off the light, people. Just an FYI. No, it's too. It's too. Not enough. Not enough of sample size. Now we can uh, never do it again. Oh god! <laughs> oh stop! This, uh, this hazy IPA blocks all light going through it. It is <laughs> not letting anything through. Um, you wouldn't know that a car was there until you, I don't know, felt the heat off the radiator. <laughs> Smells actually a little subdued. I'm surprised. I was expecting a lot more hop aroma. Looking at the side of the can, it says here that it is brewed with Citra, Mosaic, and Simcoe. Uh, just a classic trio to use, I would say. A little sweetness on the nose, a little citrus, maybe even a little mango. But as the hops receding, I'm getting... A little more aroma. It smells mouthwateringly juicy and delicious, though. So I'm going to just dive right in. Whiskey's too rough. Champagne costs too much. But to put my mouth in gear. All this little refrain should help me explain. As a matter of fact, I love beer. I like this beer a lot. Um, so one thing about Burial is sometimes some of their beers can be a lot. Um, same with any of the real big heavy hitter New England IPAs, I would say. This one, it is a double. It does weigh in at 8.5%, but it goes down really smooth. Uh, I could easily be having a conversation with somebody sitting across the table and finish this beer without even thinking about it. Whereas I think some of the other ones that I've had from Burial... They're like, you're not going to subconsciously be drinking this beer. You're going to be thinking about it every sip you take. This one, you can settle a little bit more into the background, I think, which is honestly a good thing for weighing 8.5% alcohol. It's really, really smooth, finely blended, just a delicious hop, juicy bomb. Um, and that's the hops are really all you're getting on this. You're not getting much from the malt, prof- malt profile at all. Uh, just a good amount of the... I really taste all three of the Citra, the Mosaic, and the Simcoe. Citra, I'm a big fan of. Mosaic and Simcoe, I think, help balance it out. Um, it's not, it moves it from like a East Coast IPA to like Pennsylvania IPA as far as <laughs> moving it closer to the West Coast. Just a tiny, tiny, tiny-ish little bit. Uh, nowhere near Chicago, as Chris would say. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Um I do get some of those tropical fruit flavors we talk about so much with these these hazy IPAs. I can't just I can't point to any one in particular. I will say if you want to hear more discussion about fruit flavors in beers, you got to become a patron. <laughs> that's, because, yes, uh, we come we came game, with a new scale that's too difficult to bring over. It's too difficult to bring over, but I will say all I'll say to that is that this is a fruit basket beer. <laughs> got you. Okay, makes perfect sense. Yeah. If, if, you've you, paid, if, you if you've paid a dollar. Paid, <laughs> paid the dollar, and you heard the, the Patreon episode. But this is really good. Um, I'm going to give it the rare Obert four and a half. Okay. All right. Wow. Uh, it's just everything I want. And maybe it's because I haven't had a burial beer in two or three weeks. But uh, absence has made the heart grow fonder, and I love it. Well, out of 548 check-ins, one Whoa. of them being Chris, what do you think this was rated? I think it's high. Uh, it's been a while since I've looked at the untapped averages for burial because I want to say really high, but I'll dial it back a little bit and say uh, 4.27. 
So close. 4.37. Dude. Wow. Wow. Okay, I shouldn't have dialed it back. I was like, <laughs> yes, that's already a really good rating. That's crazy. Yeah, this this beer I remember being amazing. I also gave it a four and a half. So, like, yeah. Okay. Definitely uh, one of the upper echelon working towards uh, best barrel beer I think I've had. Which is saying something because right. they make some really good beers. Oh, yeah. Um, there can't be a lot. You know, I'm surprised there's how few check-ins there are. This must be a new right. beer for them. Right. But I like it. I think the holy the holy trinity of Citra Mosaic and Simcoe it's really working for me on this this beer. So. It's always it's always a solid go to. Like mm-hmm. just uh, like you can't I don't I don't know I'm sure I'm sure we could but it's hard to make a bad beer when you have those three working together. So I wish does I wish Untapped let you search for beers by hop profile. That would be cool. Maybe uh, they got to get on that. Yeah, that's not a bad just idea. Saying. Yeah, be like search that would be by. Cool yeah, this has Simcoe or whatever. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool if we could all find beers that have the same hop combinations and review them together. Right. But it wouldn't really work as well, I think, unless you were all tasting. You know, if we could be, be like, together, be together, or both all buy the same beers. You know, have like mm. we all oh, drink okay. three beers. You know what I mean? Right. Just so we could compare them. That would be fun. We should do something like that. I think we did that once or twice before. Where we all drink the same beer. Yeah. But uh, it'd be fun to do that with three beers where we have kind of just, we all go through three reviews together. That'd be a long, sloshy episode. <laughs> it might, but it's only three beer reviews, not I guess nine. It's true. I guess it's true. Yeah. But uh, maybe something for, for the next phase of our podcast, the next centennial we get into. <laughs> <laughs> season three. <laughs> season three. There we go. I, man, I forgot we made all those season two jokes back when we got to episode 100. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we, really, we really milked them. <laughs> we really did. For the last we 100. Really <laughs> uh, well, okay. So as we, as we approach the season finale, Chris... <laughs> What are you drinking for us this week? Oh man, I have I have a bit of an oddball here, uh, and I, I wish I didn't because point one is basically wide open right now. Um, but I have a beer that's been sitting in my fridge, and there's a reason it's been sitting in my fridge. I have a brunch slushy from Nine O Three Brewers out of Texas, uh, Sherman, Texas. For all you Texans, Ted's making a face. Have you had this? No, I just I'm wondering. I I can't wait to figure out what a slushy. Is. I think this was the brewery that I had when we were did the live Twitch episode. Okay, okay. Because um, 903 does a lot of the, like, fruit in the can. Yeah, so beers. the reason it's been – I've had this for a little while. Um, the reason it's been sitting, or sitting in my fridge, I should say, is because it has coconut in it, which was unbeknownst to me when I bought it. Um, you didn't read it on the can? Nope, didn't read it on the can. I literally – you can sell me – anything if you are a person talking about something i will probably buy it and that's what happened in this case it's a berliner weiss style ale aged on banana pineapple coconut chocolate coffee and milk sugar so it's a lot of different flavors i'm hoping the coconut is slight enough that i will enjoy this so also it's a little bit old so hopefully it doesn't explode right now when i open it Uh, it did not (laughs) so a lot of flavors I mean, smelling it from the can, I don't smell coconut. That's generally a good sign. So let's see. Yeah, with all that stuff that you listed, I think you'll be okay. I hope so. Pouring it relatively hard. I'm going to do a good swish. I'm going to do a good swish and and pour at the bottom. 
You gotta for these ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real thick at the bottom. A little bit more coconut. So it did say, uh, keep this beer cold, which I did. Turn over once uh, before serving to redistribute any settled fruit, which I did. I had it sitting on its on its head whilst I was waiting. Um, it says drink fresh. Listen. Listen. Listen, listen Sherman, Texas. You're two Texas. for three. You're two for three. <laughs> listen, 903 <laughs> Brewers. Don't tell me how to live my life. Um, um, enjoy and repeat with the next flavor. So, I mean, I don't really... 6.2% alcohol. Um, waiting for... The head is very, very prominent and frothy. It's kind of got like a like a yellow-tinged head. Um, probably some of the pineapple, maybe? Or banana? Mango? So, I don't think there's any mango. I don't think I read mango. Nope. Banana, pineapple. So, we'll see. I get a little bit of... I, I get a little bit of smells about coconut. So, hopefully it's not too bad. But, you know, before... I don't want you guys to be left... Uh, in the lurch or anything, but um, you are you are absolute roadkill if you see the, if you're in a sea of this beer. Absolute roadkill. There's no way you're seeing this car. Zero percent chance. Um, hey, blocked can all I the just light. Say, I need someone who listens to this podcast to tell me if you enjoy that part of the show or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do. I think they love it. I think no one has said anything about it, which to right. me is a bad sign. Well, also. I mean, no news is good news, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> I uh, I have to agree with the. I think they like it. Yeah, it's if you probably I'm their asking, favorite part. I'm soliciting your opinions. Chime in on Discord, dawfpodcast at gmail Send us an email. Right. Let us know. We'll we'll read the email on on stream and 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 we'll debate it. And uh, obviously, you're gonna love it. So no big deal. All right, so the head has settled down. It's a very, like, I think those are, like, floaties up on the rim. Like, you can kind of see them on the gl- You can see them on the glass for those of you that like are. like a pina colada. Yeah, and getting caught in the rain a little bit. But, yeah, definitely get. pina coladas. Yeah, I don't really. He's them. into yoga and not into shrinking. <laughs> I'm not into yoga, really. Um, all right, so I'm going to, let's, let's see. Let's see how, let's see. Let, let's just see. Let's just see. Th- 903 Brewers. Would you rather have beer or complete and utter contentment? What kind of beer? So the prominent flavor in this, it is thick. It's a, it's a, it's a thicker beer. The prominent flavor that I'm getting is banana. A decent amount of banana. I do get some of the coconut. It's not like super overpowering, which, you know, banana, I don't know if you guys, if you've ever made a smoothie before, but banana is like a crazy powerful flavor. Like insanely powerful you put like 720 strawberries if you put like one quarter of banana in it it's like oh it's all banana oops all banana like i said mine had banana in it it's not it did not take over mine i I feel like kind of the opposite i feel like you can add a lot of banana and it is just more of like the backbone of a smoothie no i definitely i get i get so much banana when i make i feel like i add the banana for the texture more than the flavor really yeah yeah huh that's not my experience with banana normally normally i have to way outweigh uh with with other uh, additional berries and such well if you think are you sure are you sure you're not using lemons (laughs) there was some confusion no i i am sure i'm I'm using bananas how many let me ask you this question how many bananas do you think are a serving size of bananas because if you're using five bananas in your smoothie you will obviously oh like uh, either one or a half depending i've I don't. I haven't made a smoothie in a little while, but that was like 
too much banana. You're having banana banana town, USA. Well, I had I had to check just to see how many bananas you were using because like, no, you did it was believe either that they one were like one or a half. But um, my my smoothie days are over. Let's face it. Uh, um, the one thing that I'm I'm not picking up at all. I get some of the pineapple. Um, the coconut and the pineapple play like a second third fiddle to the banana. But um, let me see. I'm like <sighs> I don't know if my mouth is focusing on the coconut and it's making me miss other flavors. But, like, I'm trying... It, I mean, it's sweet, so the milk sugar, sure, why not? Like, it's thick. Um, it's thick and sweet, but, like, I'm not getting a lot of chocolate and coffee, um, which I would kind of expect to be a little bit more big and prominent. But, yeah, I mean, it's not It's not there for me. It's not there. Damn. Um, yeah, the more, I, the more I drink it, the more I get just, like, more coconut coats, coats by mouth, and that just makes it makes it worse. Um, it's... It's okay. It's not bad. It's de- it's definitely not a bad beer. I think maybe maybe it's on me. Maybe I, I waited a little bit too long to have this beer. Um, but if you like coconut, it's try it. I think you'll like it. If you don't like coconut, yeah, I'd skip this one to be honest. Um, but it's not super powerful. Ah man, it's, it's hard. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three, which I think is gonna be really low comparative to the rest of the Untapped. But like, I'm not getting any chocolate or any coffee. I'm getting none of that. So that's what's kind of... Wasn't what was promised. Yeah. I mean, and maybe it's a little old now. Who knows? I mean, who knows? Those aren't normally flavors that go away with time, though. So I don't know. Right. Kind of it a weird... I mean, it's a for the color of the beer, it's a lot... It's very light for including either coffee or chocolate. Yeah. So. That's kind of what I was thinking when I poured it, too. I was like, I expected... Yeah. I, I almost expected... I, I mean, maybe a brown a brown beer, you know, like a darker beer. Like, I don't know. Um, right. But anyways, I'm giving it a three. I don't think I think Untapped's going to be higher than that, but we'll get to that once I hear how many chickens there are. All right. Well, if you don't like pina coladas, meet me at a bar called O'Malley's and we'll plan our escape. Uh, <laughs> 431 check-ins. Okay. All right. Damn, this is going to be hard. <sighs> Man, I don't know enough about Nile Three. Like, I can see the like Texas, which is basically a beer wasteland down there. Uh, like, I can see them thinking this is like a really good beer. Um, but is it above four? I don't know. To me, it's not. But that doesn't mean anything. Um, <sighs> I'm gonna go four point zero two. Go right above four. Just sneaking in under me with a 4.11. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, golly. I was like, oh, oh man. I, Just oh, barely. Damn. That was woo, woo, the deduction work right there. <laughs> I was I was so tempted to just kick a kick a safety, which I know is not how it works. But like and like just go four, like just cover the three nines right. and the four. But I was like, oh, I don't know. I can see this being a four oh something, a four oh something. So I was like, ah, oh, OK, four point one one. So they liked it. They a liked it. You know, honestly, give me the information. Uh, no, just, you know, um, honestly, I mean, if you like if you like coconut, that would if I liked coconut, this beer would be better. Or if it didn't say coffee and chocolate this beer would have been higher for me I, I think i think it you just, never would have bought it <laughs> also true. well no that's not true because someone literally was like oh this is great this is great this is great and i was like put it in the basket <laughs> like, yeah <I'll, laughs> um if you're a salesperson hit me up i'll buy it probably <laughs> 
Um, but at least it's out of my fridge. That's that's the thing. That's the most important thing. It's out of my fridge. There we go. Mm-hmm. So, Chris. Yes? I have, a bri- I have a bridge in my backyard that I'd like to sell you for $500,000. Are you interested in buying it? A bridge? What kind yeah. of bridge? What's it made of? <laughs> How much does it weigh? Do you have oceanfront property in Arizona? So, I think Chris is if, in. If you buy that, I'll throw the golden gate in free. Great song. Great song. So, I did hear a rumor about the Choco Taco. The rumor I heard is that Taco Bell is thinking of buying the rights. Man. I would be a devout Taco Bell goer. So, I did hear that as a rumor. That would rumor. be the one way to get Chris to go to Taco Bell all the time. So, just, just a nice little follow-up to... Was that last week? It was last week. So, um, just a little follow-up to that, because that, that would be, I think that would be delicious. And I'm in for the unhealthiness of Taco Bell to get the Choco Taco and return it to, dare I say, better than the original Choco Taco. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Listen, I've had Choc- I've had, um, I've had Taco Bell, like, what, twice in my life now? <laughs> so basically seasoned Taco Beller. But, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the TikToks about Taco Bell. I don't know if I'll ever have it again. Why? I don't know. Why? What Have you is, ever? Uh, it's like saying? it's like how they make the meat and stuff. It's like or beans or whatever, and they like dump it in. It's like dust, and they mil- they pour in hot water and mix it, mix it, mix it, mix it, and it becomes beans. It's weird. Well, yeah, there's well, refried beans, and then there's you know dust beans. <laughs> the Taco Bell version. <laughs> Uh, I love me a good dust bean. Uh, they're just they're just freeze dried. It's okay. No, I mean it's like it's like powder. Like I don't understand. I don't get it. Did you say that the beef was like that too? Oh yeah, no, it's all gross. It's all it's all gross. Don't don't eat don't eat anything ever. <laughs> anything out, don't eat. But I mean, it does taste good. Tastes good. That's really what matters at the end of the day. True. Uh, all right. Well, I got a list we can talk about here. Ah. Uh, if if you'll engage with me, this comes from uh, Wife of the Pod. It's courtesy of our Discord channel. Uh, if you aren't, if you have Discord but you're not following Drinking Love with Friends, head on over there. Uh, I mean, really, what are you posted, doing with your life? Exactly. She posted a link to the top craft breweries in every state. And this this is where I have problems with this because then there's a comma and it says according to Yelp. <laughs> <All right. laughs> We've talked a little bit about this. This is from newsnationnow.com. Very respectable website, I'm sure. Um, oh, I thought you were serious. What? Re- a reputable news site. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know what I don't know what's up with News Nation. Maybe they're maybe they're legit, but uh, and so I don't know. I have problems with this article already because the first sentence is who's in the mood for an expensive beer question <laughs> mark. Like I don't know. Is that what we're leading with when we're talking about craft beer? Apparently. I, guess. I think yeah. we, we, we all know the cost at this point, but the News Nation readers might not. Um, but it says, so it has a whole lot of preamble before it talks about the, uh, the analysts at Yelp have sorted through thousands of user-generated, user-generated reviews to determine which breweries are best rated in your neck of the woods. Um, I don't think I feel like we need to go through the entire list all 50 states, but we'll certainly hit up R3 and maybe any other ones that we've heard about. Um, number one, in Connecticut, Fox Farm Brewing in Salem. Yeah, I mean, I it's I don't know. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> yeah. That makes complete sense. Yeah. I think we're all, we're all on board with that. Um, 
Colorado, Broken Compass Brewing in Brackenridge. Never heard of them, but nope. thought that was a state worth talking about. Yeah, and that's, I mean, who knows? That could be a really good brewery. Right, right. Right. Uh, Delaware, Dogfish Head, no surprise yeah, there. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, they're so small. I think that's like, I would imagine, imagine living in Delaware and being like, I'm going to open up a microbrewery. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> um, Massachusetts, up, I'm looking at. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Sam Adams, kind of a weird one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, believe, I don't agree with this. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And again, so this is like, according to Yelp. Right. Not according to Untapped. So you're not saying which has the best beer, just which place did you go to and like get served and have some maybe delicious food or a good experience. And I will say the tour experience at Sam Adams would leave me giving them five Yelp stars. <laughs> no, five, the, yeah. that is that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, it was a very good tour. Very good tour. So... I, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's the same argument that I would have for Maine with Allagash being true, but that's because their their location is you know really nice. It has really nice outdoor area. Has some good food. They have good beer. I guess it kind of makes sense yeah. from the from the experience perspective. Mm-hmm. I think is kind of what we're looking at here. Right. Right. Yeah. This is you know we we exhaustively went over our top thirty five East Coast breweries. This is a different standard. It's just um you know if you or going with maybe your family or just out on a date. Where would you want to go and have a good experience? That's what we're going to capture in this list. And uh, Montana Bonsai Brewing Project, bringing it home. Whitefish. Oh, there you go. I know. Uh, two of the co-hosts have been there. I think I Ted like would it. agree that it was a good a good spot. Yep. Uh, definitely good vibes. They definitely have good vibes more than the than the beer in terms of quality. I like. I like. I mean, they have great beer. Don't get me wrong, but uh, the spot's even cooler than the beer. I mean, when you're that sitting outside sense. drinking their beer, staring at a mountain, and it's like right in your face, you're like, oh, this is awesome. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. obstructing your view. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Oregon Boneyard Beer in Bend. I uh, I have their their REM, I think it was. Or no, RPM, maybe. Good stuff. I've never been there, but I can vouch that they have tasty cans for sure. I mean, um, yeah, North Carolina, Whistle Hop Brewing Company. I've never had them. Never had yeah, them. Yeah, I glided right by that one. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I I'll have to search them out. I listen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Like, it's hard for me to uh, picture something better than burial, but you never know. You never know. Um, Where is Fairview? Be, uh, not even. I would have to look on Google. Not even sure. <laughs> yeah. It's. I don't uh, think it's anywhere near me. It might be further out east, but. Um, but, but yeah. your former home state when we started the podcast, Tennessee. Oh, no, no doubts there. Southern Grist. Oh, so good. So good. You So you agree with them that that, oh, that they probably have the best beer in, in Tennessee. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, I, 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 I've, I've, again, an, listen, I'm not saying I'm a genius, but I've been saying that for years, too. <laughs> People yeah. are, Yazoo, Yazoo, get out of here, Yazoo. Get out of here. Take a bus. Take a bus to Southern Grist and get some real beer. Uh, and, of course, we got to mention Vermont, the Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of good competition up there. I can see why Yelp thinks Alchemist is the best. That's all I'll say. Yeah, same. One funny thing I just noticed is Washington, D.C.'s brewery. I, I, I picked up on that, too. Which is not a Washington, D.C. brewery at all, but merely just a tap room. 
for <laughs> other half, for other half, half brewing DC. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, and you look at New York, it's Talea, T-A-L-E-A. Maybe you just say all the letters because it's capitalized. Talea beer in Brooklyn. I think you scream it. I think that's what it is. Talea. Exactly. Yeah. Um, North Dakota, Brett Drecker Brewing. Of course. Obviously, that's a, so that's a correct one. It's so funny how some of these are just like spot on. Right. And other ones are like, maybe we're missing something. I know, or right? Or like, just like main, you know, just big names right. at the same time. Yeah. Um, I, I, want, like, I want to throw out one that my sister can get me and send me and hasn't yet. Bad sister. Uh, Wisconsin Venture Brew in Milwaukee. I've never even heard of these people. What's going on? Why do I even mm. have a sister? Like, come on. <laughs> Invent and there's two ends in venture. I don't know. That's I never heard of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Glided right over that. Huh. So, anyways, yeah. I I the um, yeah. I will say in Illinois, Beguile Brewing in Chicago. Never heard of them. I, I just think that uh, for a state with so many craft breweries, I'm surprised. You know. Right. But, yeah. Uh, I do think that for at least all three of their co-hosts have a state that they lived in where they would agree with the rating. Right. <laughs> yeah. If I'm still in Tennessee, yeah, we all, then yes, we all agree. are in agreement with Connecticut. Uh, yeah. We're all in agreement with the Montana. Actually, yeah. I think we're three for three on all Tennessee, uh, Connecticut, and Montana. They got those right. Listen, sure. I'm 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 gonna say a state undecided on Whistlehop until I have it. But now it's my goal. It's thank on you, Yelp. List. It's on my, yeah. It, yeah. Thank you, Yelp. Thank, don't thank Yelp. Thank NewsNationNow.com. NewsNationNow.com. <laughs> Which a is very reputable website. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Um, but but we're gonna put this link in the show notes. Uh, yep. Check out your state. Tell us if you agree with with your state. If we haven't mentioned it, or if we have mentioned it, um, I want to hear what you think. What you think? If Yelp slash News Nation now got it right. By the way, Fairview, uh, North Carolina is right outside Asheville. So. Oh really? We yeah. Shoot, we, we were right out, out there. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to check that one out next time we go. Go join the Patreon so we can afford to do it again. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Join us at the mortgage tier. There you go. There you go. Um, it is time for our Frosty Mug of Wisdom. Um, let me pop open our freezer real quick, whip out this Frosty Mug with its three handles of wisdom, which we're going to fill up with beer, except it's not beer. It's wisdomy wisdom. It's uh, advice, hacks, stuff. Four and a half star rated products on Amazon, uh, things that you've thumbsed up on Netflix. Who knows? The things you've heard on YouTube, I mean, um, on Spotify, unless you're Chris, <laughs> who hates Spotify. I do hate Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to get to our frosty mug, while I walk over to the freezer, let's, let's hear this little ditty from Jordan. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug of wisdom. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Wreck my podcast. Check him out. Chris. Man of people this week. Honk, 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 um, Congratulations, sneaking it in. I'm not, not thrilled about it. I'm not thrilled 
that you got 0.09 off. I'm just disappointed that I couldn't get a tenth, a hundredth closer. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. At least yeah. get the tie on the board. I know. But um, two in a row, no big deal. No one's no two one's in talk- a row <laughs> no on a newly it. remodeled I board. Got to start, you know, setting an investigation into this white person. <laughs> <so much. laughs> oh man. But uh, okay, so the mug is yours to do what you please. Um. In an unprecedented turn of events, I am going to go first this week. I thought uh, you were going to tag somebody in. <laughs> no, I... Like, we're inviting to the call Jenna to come on into go. the handle. Come up with my handle, please. Um, no, actually, there's a a fun... I say fun. There's an artist that I uh, recently found on TikTok, of all places, and... Uh, his name is Ian McConnell. Uh, he is a uh, uh, just a I think it's just a, a single guy or whatever. But um, he's a singer songwriter by day, goofy social media personality of moderate notoriety by also day, and a sleepyhead by night. That's what his his intro says. Um, he's a singer songwriter, and uh, he has some. He, he has a lot of his songs are very catchy, like more um, more modern than than most of the stuff I listen to, which is almost everything. Um, but particularly i really enjoy he 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 released a season one which is five songs um and they're all extremely like extremely relatable songs and i think they're supposed to be funny but i get a kick out of them either way uh so for example like one of them is like becoming an adult and like the bummers about becoming an adult and like um or uh number two is like uh wish we could have stayed friends like having like a a, like a like a relationship that breaks up and you wish you could you stay friends and things like that um they all have a little bit of like a humorous kick to them for the most part um but they're all very catchy super super catchy uh i really enjoy listening to the whole thing through they're not very long songs i mean like three minutes each maybe three and a half minutes each like normal normal songs nowadays damn boomers and they're iphones um but like i'm i've really been digging his stuff i've been trying to just listen to some of his backlog not that there's a ton like he has some from 2021 um but i really recommend listening at the very least to uh season one which he which he uh just recent i think recently released it's like season one episode one um and to episode five very good um if you're maybe a little bit maybe like upper 20s low 30s like some of the people on this podcast <laughs> then um you might you might uh rea- uh relate pretty well to them but it's if you're peak millennial peak millennial yeah there you go peak <laughs> millennial very good very good um are you a but- millennial <laughs> are you a millennial do you i got it boy do i have a song a, a singer songwriter for you um but very very cool like uh, i i just like i heard his like parts of his song and like tiktoks and stuff and i was like man this is like super catchy so i looked him up and i've been kind of binging a lot of his old songs but that season right there i was i was like it's like a 20 minute listen to the whole way through and you're just like the every single one's super catchy really really relatable so check him out ian mcconnell we'll put like a link in the show notes to um his youtube page or whatever and um i i I'm really enjoying it so i would check it out um and then check out his other stuff too but there you go there's there's yeah you always you always like to find these musicians who are like comedian i singers. do i do like uh, i do like and like I do like that. It adds like a, a nice little balance because, like, I don't know if I could just do like straight up new music. I'm too old now, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm too old. It's it's fine. I'm I'm over it. 
Um, but yeah, there there's definitely some humor in these epi- in these in these songs. <sighs> but that being said, I'm gonna pass the mug off to Ted. So um, my handle this week is an an iPhone game. Um, I I've, I've never stopped subscribing to Boo. Apple Arcade Plus because I don't just can't I don't I don't think I've ever looked into how to cancel it. So it's pretty easy. Maybe I'm sure. My handle. <laughs> maybe maybe it should be. I just canceled Apple TV. So um. This is called, so I, I think in the past, I think we've talked about Kingdom Rush, or at least they've been mentioned a little bit. Well, they came out with a new Kingdom Rush called Vengeance, and it's it's brand new. It's the same old style, like tower defense style game, but it's kind of set in like a like a fantasy world, and there's there's a comic book story that goes along with it. Um, and I think there's like three or four of them that are that you can buy on any app store because I think Chris plays them. Am I wrong? The Rush games? Yeah. No, um, I may have in the past. I don't play them right now. Okay. Sorry. So no, I, I think I think you're the one who told me about it. <laughs> maybe I'm going crazy. I don't play a lot of I don't play a lot of phone games, so maybe hmm. not. Maybe not. Ooh. Anyways, go check out Kingdom Rush Vengeance. Um, really good tower defense game. If you like tower defense games, if you don't. I would still give it a shot because it's got a you know it's it's got a you know unique spin on tower defense style games, but go check it out. Oh, that that'd be for you, kind of sorta. I'm not gonna pay Apple Plus for arcade. Is it free? What do, do I get? Can I pay for it if I don't have arcade? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is your handle. I'm not gonna do the research. Well, I how do I how do I know? I have to I would have to unsubscribe. All to right, then. all right. I will Google it for you. Kingdom Rush. Oh no, you can right here. It's four ninety nine. Okay, it is available on the Play Store. Other important facts to mention: um, it's available on Steam, and uh, looks like you can get it. You can just pay for it. Tud said five bucks. So there we go. Check it out if you if you're into this kind of thing, which I might be. So and I need a new phone game. <laughs> I love you know you know my requirements. Uh, no ads. No ads. Yeah, no ads. Not like never ending play. You know what I mean? It's like can't just get me addicted to just get me addicted. It's got to get me addicted for something worthwhile. Right. Well, now that I'm now that my handle's in there, Obert. Now that you filled up the mug two-thirds of the way with Kingdom Rush Vengeance. Right. I'm going to top it off. Uh, you know, I was going back and forth on a couple different things to make my handle this week. But I just finished a uh, absolutely killer hike this weekend. And uh, Ted was like, you know, has always told me you should do more like handles for hiking stuff. So I'm going to give you guys my post-hiking um, recovery method. And take, take from this what you will. You might be able to apply it in other places in your life, like if you run like longer races or uh, you work in a UPS truck and it's 110 degrees outside. I don't know. But if you find yourself deplenished after a long, hard day, uh, sweating a lot, I really enjoy... Um, Three things. One, take two ibuprofen right away. Reduce the inflammation. It's gonna, your body's going to thank you later. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's, the, that's the first thing. Second, uh, and this one I think a lot of people know, but I like, and this is Chris, take your earbud out, but uh, coconut water. <laughs> I really enjoy it for its, it's got the electrolytes. It's got, it's great rehydration and it's not a ton of sugar like Gatorade or whatever. Um, that I think, always helps me recover a lot. Uh, it's usually too late in the day for any caffeine when I'm done with a long hike, but I really enjoy coconut water. And this last one may surprise you, but um, a nice cold kosher dill pickle is just hits the spot. 
because it's got it's super salty. It's just what you want. You got to keep the cooler in the car with the pickle jar in it. But it's just gonna. It's just so refreshing. And after being on the trail for that long, it's just gonna taste like the best pickle you've ever had. Um, that's you know one of the guys in my hiking group turned me on to this, and I was like, I don't want a pickle when I'm done hiking. <laughs> I tried one and I'm like, this is, this is heaven, heaven on earth, this pickle right now. <laughs> um, so that's kind of my three steps for when, when you're done with a really long physical day in my case, hiking, but you can use it whatever you want in life. Uh, try, try the pickle thing. You might surprise yourself. Cause I was, I wouldn't make it a handle if, except I was like really surprised that, uh, how much I really thought it was perfect. So there now, you go. Did you have to get like a special dill pickle or like just like full dill pickle in a Vlasic in a jar? Yes. Yeah. And I like the spears. I don't like like okay. the whole uncut cucumber. I like the spears. Okay. Um, one of the guys who I hike with, he brings, he has like a five hour energy shot of pickle juice that they sell in the grocery store. I'm not at that level yet, <laughs> but like. If that's your thing, maybe look into that. But that's Doom. still a little much for me. Pickleback. I just like the, the cold, the cold pickle. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I had a um, fourteen-hour hike on Friday. Jeez. Which was uh, wow. a long day. It's like I had to pack two. I had to pack lunch, and then I had to pack second lunch, and then I was like, when you get to the car, you're gonna need something there. So I didn't include this. You know what? I'll throw it in. Okay, a little bonus extra top of the handle. Um, Sour Patch Kids. That's what also you want those in the car for the way back. But a little bit of sugar, keep your body going. I'm a watermelon Sour Patch Kid fan. Mm. But uh, that was that com- that completed my my first step of the recovery, at least as so I could drive <laughs> home. You know what I mean? But there you go. A little different handle for you this week. Something I never would have thought we would have heard in handles is pickles and Sour Patch Kid in the same handle. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it works. It works. I tell you. Because by the time you're done, you're going to be like, just whatever. I just want to put it in my body. You know? Right. You're sick of uh, cliff bars and water for all day. Crazy. Well, with that, we'd like to thank you for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will thank Skygazer and Branch and Blade Brewing Company for Eclectic Dove. I would like to thank 903 Brewers for um, their brunch slushy. And I will thank Burial for their only then shall you truly exhibit symptom of death. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation over there. And head over to Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You can subscribe and get extra bonus episodes of Drinking Lima Friends. They're usually about 20 to 25 minutes. And then finally, uh, head over to wherever you get your podcasts and listen to them and leave us a five-star rating and review. For that, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Stitch, Google Play wherever leave us a five-star rating and review and tell people that you know and with that my name's Todd. my name's chris and i'm obert and remember if you're picking alone do it with friends obert what can we sell chris he has to buy because we're because <laughs> we're salespeople. well when i start my bottle shop i'm just basically my whole business model is preying on customers like chris there you go <laughs> so i just get people in the door and i'm like oh, you haven't tried this ipa it's got the best mango-y citrusy flavor you've ever had <laughs> and uh, then they're sold i'm not gonna lie it will work on me so 100%. so anytime you have anything going bad in your bottle shop take a picture and text it to Chris and like, hey $42,000 you want to buy this all the way from Montana limited release yeah, limited release never again 
free shipping with minimum $500 purchase. Sold.